welcome. This is a message from Victory Church. We trust you'll be inspired and encouraged by today's message. I believe that as a church, every local church has its own vision. And that vision needs to be broken down every year. And that's why we have a Vision Sunday. Not because we change our vision every year. Our vision as a church, we are convinced that we are put on here, planet Earth in Adelaide for this time to connect people to God, to His church and to their purpose. That has not changed for us. But every year there are certain tasks God gives us that we want to obey and move on. And we want to unfold those to you today. And so some of the things that we want to do and achieve, some are bigger than others. Some will be fairly menial to some of you, but we want to go through the list today. There's about seven things just very quickly. And the first one is to mention the staffing arrangement in this church. Um, For those of you who don't know, Mick, who has been working part-time, two days a week, has come on this year full-time. So Mick, it's great to have you on board. Well done. And this, this one's really sweet for me. This next thing is really sweet for me. It may come as a surprise to many of you. But my niece, Ashari, the oldest rainbow kid in this church, who's 15 going on 16 in February, is joining us in a part-time capacity on a traineeship on staff with us. And I thank God for that. So Ashari, wherever you are, it'd be great to have you on board this year. And I also want you to know of a couple of uh, people who are volunteering their time. That they've reduced their hours at work to volunteer more of their time. The first one is Seth Vega, who has reduced his hours at Tyndale School to help us with the pastoral care and the preaching. And also the other one is Matt Manser, who has reduced some hours at work in order to volunteer and serve and help. And he does an incredible job with the Rage Age kids, which is the kids aged from 10 to 12. So you two, well done. We also have in our office um, three girls that need mentioning who have served faithfully last year and are doing so again this year, and that is Sally Jones, Di Morton and Kelly Clift. They have just given themselves free of charge in a volunteer basis. And it's all time that they could go out and get a job and get more money for themselves, but they are giving up in order to give to the church. And we, uh, and particularly those who are in the staff context, are very appreciative of that. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So that's the staffing for 2012 as best we know it. Secondly, some of the events that we are looking at this year. Um, We are doing two more blokes this year, one in March and one in November. So that is coming up fast, the bloke. Um, Significant women are having another conference and that will be happening on October the 26th and 27th. And uh, Kath and the uh, Sigwo team have invited Donna Crouch. We haven't heard back from her, but we've invited Donna Crouch to come a minister. So that's very exciting. Uh, The youth camp under mixed leadership, along with Matt, with the younger uh, guys, are looking at have their annual uh, youth camp in July 13th and 15th. Uh, And they've also invited Cameron Bennett, who is the uh, Queensland Youth Alive director. So he hasn't responded yet, but we are waiting to hear back from him. So that'd be great. 
Uh, some of the guest speakers that have been locked in this year that we are going to be blessed with their ministry are Peter Howard Brown from South Africa, Chris Vienand will be coming again from America, and uh, one guy I think we've all fallen in love with, and that's Craig Clark. He'll be coming in July. So there's some guys that we have definites. There are a few others we've asked, but they're the definites who have confirmed for this year. Some of the schools that Mick and Matt are going to be working into this year are King's Temple, uh, Tyndale, and Bethany. And so instead of spreading ourselves too thin, we've um, earmarked four schools in particular we had to work into with a concentrated effort. And so that's very exciting for all the kids that are there. Uh, KidGo, uh, back on again this year, and they've made a little adjustment in that they are doing reception to year six on both Wednesday and Thursday, not just one day each. So both Wednesday and Thursday will be for receptions to year six. And uh, they're also going to introduce a before and after care for the KidGo program. So there's some of the events that are happening this year. We're just trying to give you a heads up. These things will be put into our church news. You will be informed about them ongoingly, but we just want to give you the heads up as to where we're heading and some of the things that we are looking at doing for 2012. Thirdly, brings me to our property, the ongoing upgrade of the property. Who owns a home? You know, if you own a home, that there's always things that are needed. And we can just put our head in the sand and complain about that, or we can say, thank God we've got something to pour our money into. And so this year is no exception. Um, as you have heard already, there are many things that we did with monies received in previous years uh, to upgrade this property, and it's been a real blessing to us. We, like previous years, um, want to do another call uh, for a building fund, a Heart for the House building fund. I'll talk about that more in a little while, um, whereby we can give over and above what we would normally give in order to have money specifically go to the upgrade of this property. And some of the things that we are looking at uh, knocking off the list this year would include the cafe and kitchen upgrade, um, the portico. As you know, we have a, I mean, I thank God for what we have out there, but it's pretty ugly. It really is. Let's be honest. It's ugly. And so we want to do a, a bit of an upgrade there. We have some drawings done. I think they're behind me. So these are some of the schematics that we have done. Um, to, and again, we'll put all these things on the website for you to look at and peruse. And so again, new and, and um, attractive is what we need to be contextual in our context. And so we want to do an upgrade in the uh, portico area there. Um, we also have spent some money that has come in on the air conditioning. Uh, you can feel some of the air conditioning in this place. But uh, the air conditioning we have in here is very limited. A lot of the money went into the infrastructure and we are yet to put in ducting. There is not an air conditioner in the office. I want you to know these people who not only give their time and volunteer, they've been doing it in the cold of winter and in the heat of summer without any air conditioning. And so we refuse to spend money we don't have. And so really, at the end of the day, it depends on our generosity. I don't know of any other group or organisation that's going to take up an offering for us. If we don't do it, it's not going to happen. And so we want to prioritise getting these things right. Um, and again, we have chosen to go without to make a statement that the people are important. Does that make sense? But these are things you just need to know that we want to upgrade this year. Um, obviously there's some more lighting needed we also want to do some landscaping again just to beautify the place it is very industrial where we are and so we can't do anything about that but we can make it look a little bit better and so I've just put together a little bit of a uh, picture there a little bit, little bit on the dodgy side um, 
But I'm sure Graham can make that look wonderful. Uh, but again, even that dodgy little picture, it kind of says where we're heading and uh, a little bit of green, a little bit of yellow in there. Have you ever noticed I've played a food? If it doesn't have something green on there, it just looks wrong. There's no green in this place. It looks wrong. It's great. I'm appreciative. Don't get me wrong. I am so grateful this morning. But having said that, we can do something to beautify. But again, we refuse to spend money we don't have. And so again, we are letting you know that this is where some of the money is. We want to sign. We don't even have a sign out the front. And so this is less dodgy, this one. Um, so this is something of what we're thinking about putting out the front. Again, to make a statement of who we are. Um, which is great. And then obviously there'll be some more kids' rooms that we want to do up this year. We actually want to theme all of our kids' rooms. We want to make some of them look like you know, a zoo and others look like an underwater scene. And I don't know, I can't remember all the things, but th- that kind of thing. So we want, to, we want to do those things up. And these things you know, don't cost buttons, they cost money. And so we are going to be running a Heart for the House building fund. I'll talk about that a little more in detail in a moment. The fourth thing for this year is the cafe. We want to open our cafe um, for business during the week. And in the past, we've talked about doing a kids' play cafe. We feel a little bit different about it now, probably because we haven't got the play cafe or the <laughs> playground. But God can use that. I say that to say this. God can use that. In the waiting, I, I've rethought it. I thought what would be better is to have a really great U-Butte cafe and offer a playground free of charge. I think that will have some attractional pull, particularly to the young mums that are pulling their hair out at home, what to do with the kids. And so we want to have great service. And uh, again, that's why we want to do the portico up. That's why we want to do the cafe up, because we just want it to be a great experience. And I want you to know this. What makes the places you love, the restaurants you love, what makes them your favourite place? I guarantee this. It's not just the food. It's the service, it's the ambience, it's the culture, it's the atmosphere. All those things that Christians say it doesn't matter, matters. It's hypocritical to say it doesn't matter, but they'll just come, they can just have it as it is. No, no, you don't go to a restaurant for that reason and they won't come to church for that reason. We've got to be able to be wise and so some money needs to be spent doing this up so that we can have our doors open more often than they presently are, because this, uh, this is all about us being a good steward of what God has given us. This is a great facility, but for it to stay empty as often as it does, I feel is being a poor steward with what God has given us. And so this year, we want to make a concentrated effort at getting this place open far more during the week than it presently is. Amen? And so we're going to be doing those things as well. The fifth thing that we're going to look at is a childcare centre. This is really exciting for me. Um, At a a relatively small cost to us, we can utilise two of the pre-existing kids' rooms and utilise my office, those three rooms alone, coupled with a little bit of work outside, can get a childcare up and running sooner rather than later. Drawings are being done as we speak. We've been looking into this. This is not just a, a whim. This is not just something we've thought about off the back end of holidays. This is something we've been talking about, planning and preparing. It's a pity I don't have anything to show you in in drawing form because drawings haven't yet been done. They are being done. And so that's very exciting for me. What it does, again, is gives exposure to the building. It gives plenty of people coming on a regular basis. It gets our name out there and it gets people on the property. And so it gives us very, very uh, good exposure. And it also brings an income into the church. Amen. And again, I feel that's part of being a good steward. And so I'm very excited about that. In actual fact, if you are interested in registering kids because you have kids of that age or you are an adult who has qualifications in that area, 
please make your way to the information desk straight after service. Fiona Hodgson will be there and she'll give you all the information you may need. Okay, so that's very exciting for us this year, the childcare centre. Um, the sixth one is the multi-site church. We're still keen as ever to be able to do that. Again, please be praying that the 308 Nelson Road um, property gets sorted as far as the lawyers and lawsuits. So we want to be doing that uh, sometime um, into this year. That would be excellent. Please pray. And the last and, and main thing for this year... Um, that I wanted to talk about, and I know many of you are thinking, when's he going to get to the Indonesia thing? Because I know he was away in Indonesia last week. And, um, and that is to do something into Indonesia, um, through in Mercy Indonesia. Um, we were able to have the privilege last year to meet a man by the name of Paulus Win, uh, Wiratno. Wiratno? Wiratno? Uh, I, I said to the guys, however I say it today is how you pronounce it. But... Um, we're at no. We'll say we're at, we're at no. Paulos, we're at no. Tony Bates, is that close enough? We're at no. Happy? We're at new. We're at now. <laughs> we're at new. Paulos, we're at new. That'll do. We're at no. What did I say? I can't even remember. But if we get a photo of him, he's up here. He's a great guy. He's a really great guy. And uh, we got very inspired by his faith stories and some of the incredible things that he's doing. And if we could just have the next photo, um, that'd be great um, because he's working into Indonesia. I had the opportunity to go to headquarters, which is in the island of Bali. And uh, they got their headquarters there. And I was able to speak with the staff through an interpreter, which was... Paulos to my left and we had a great fun I was talking about the fish and the contacts and the partnering and I pulled this little fish face he couldn't interpret that I like that which is great and uh, I've always had a soft spot for Indonesia I've ministered there on a number of times before and I just feel that um, the fact that it's on our doorstep the fact that uh, you know my ability to preach the way I do it just connects with the people and so we feel there's there's something of a, a a God connection the biggest part for us on this trip was not what should we get involved in but what's the heart connection with this man like and I can tell you this no matter what we feel to do into the future there was a heart connection with this man and with his organisation called Mercy Indonesia. And that's really, really exciting. If we can have the next photo up, um, this is obviously just a map, how about that, um, of Indonesia. And all those little red dots represent where they have radio stations. And so they're able to get the gospel out in all these parts of Indonesia, which is heavily populated with, with uh, the Muslim faith. And so it's really incredible that they've got these little um, radios that are available for the small cost of $17 each. They are solar powered, so no matter where you are, they can keep going. They only have one station, funnily enough, and it's a Christian station. And they pre-record all their services and then get it out to the people and they get the opportunity to listen to Christian music. They get the ability to listen to a Christian message and they have a a, a Muslim sound and so they're caught in. There's There's a hook, there's a connection and they listen and people have been saved and as a result of people being saved, they have pastors go in and churches are established. In actual fact, it's the workers that are few right now. He said, if if we could have five pastors, we could have five churches start immediately because of this work through the radio stations, which is just really awesome. If we could keep going through the photos, next one, um, obviously this is their radio station. Next photo, um, this is the orphanage that's uh, in Bali that one of the churches in Australia is sponsoring and we had the opportunity just to hear from them, which was great. Uh, next photo is that of the village in which Paulos grew up. 
And to be honest, looking at Paulos and his um, headquarters and his lifestyle and his jet setting all around the world, I thought to myself, when he said he was going to take us to his village, I thought, how hard can it be? I mean, looking at this guy's lifestyle now, I thought, you know, you know how poor was he? We got to his village after a six and, hour dri- six and a half hour drive. We were just over this car ride. We were having a laugh. We were having a joke. We got out to the village and we were all silent. I've been to many countries and seen extreme poverty on many occasions. But it always takes my breath away. It's always dumbfounding to me that people can live in such conditions. And so we were just taking photos because we had nothing to say. It was, just, it was quite overwhelming. And um, the reason we went to this village is because there's an opportunity for us to partner with Mercy Indonesia as a church. I don't know how this sounds to you, but the thought of us being able to purchase land in Indonesia, in this particular part, and to give something back to Paulos in particular in the village that he grew up in, because there's a block of land that's available right now, to be able to purchase that at a very small cost by comparison. And that's what we get really excited about the opportunity that presents itself in Indonesia is that it's very close, four and a half hours direct from uh, Adelaide to Bali, another hour flight to the island of Java, an hour drive and you're there. And the money goes so much further there. And so we have this opportunity to purchase land, to clear it. If we can have the next photo, um, there should be some photos. That's um, obviously Tony and Paulos with a gentleman. That's his home. That's where he lives. It's nice, huh? You like it? Keep going with the photos. This, this is the land to the right of that road. And it's on a slope. To clear that land, put an orphanage on it, and then to sponsor the kids. We can have a very much a hands-on, from the ground up, opportunity to help a community. You raise a child by, through a community, not just one at a time. And so we have this opportunity to bless this community. We have an opportunity to get involved. And what I like about this project is that it's not just for the preachers. What we are thinking is doing different ministry trips. We, uh, we want to do trips that involve preaching and teaching, absolutely. But we also want to do building trips. And we want to do medical trips. And uh, friends of ours who um, are part of a church in um, Australia have done this. This method has been proven. We're not the first cab off the ranks, so there's opportunities to be able to do that. And here's the other thing. We don't want to just keep bleeding the church dry. What we're asking through this opportunity is for you to contact the resources and the connections that you have and so that we can get people in the marketplace contributing to this, be it through their finances, be it through their skills, be it through their giving, that we can be a resource and a steward of all the contacts and all the resources that we have and be a blessing into that area. So it's not just more demand on us. You know, uh, friends of ours who went, they did a medical trip and there was one of the uh, medicos from the church, but there was about 19 who weren't even part of the church that went. So there's incredible opportunities for us to connect uh, with this village, but also people in our world, in our sphere of influence, to go in that opportunity. So this opportunity is very exciting and it's very real and it's something that we want to explore further. Um, I didn't want to stand up here without having been there. That's why I did a quick trip recently. But it is very, very exciting. How does that sound to you guys? Does that sound exciting? Fantastic. Having said all that then, um, for all these things to happen, like with everything, it's going to take a commitment and a cost from us the individuals. And uh, that's going to happen through our ongoing giving. You know, if you're not a contributor financially to this church, we're never going to know. We're not going to twist your arm. 
But I'm never going to stop presenting Christian principles. We believe that a third of this church is actually giving according to the biblical pattern of tithing. And we want to see that number increase so we can be more effective. Not that we may have bigger salaries, and we can, but that we may be more effective. Amen. And so through ongoing giving through our tithes and offerings, obviously, but also, and we haven't done this for a year or more, because we felt with the building and all the work and all the giving, there's only so much you can give. And so we, we didn't do a, a building offering last year. But I feel this year to launch a new building offering called Heart for the House. And uh, we would love for you to seriously pray and seriously consider getting involved in that. On the back of this card is a list of the things that we have prioritised that we want to pursue this year. And again, we are going to hand those out now. And again, we can't make you give, but we trust that something of the bigness and the excitement of the vision will at least cause you to think about and prioritise your spending so that you can be part of this and partner with us financially as we seek to do numbers of things this year in 2012. Can I just say, for those who might be a little bit cynical or a little bit sceptical, that you know, buildings and these things don't matter. Many of you are here because of this building. Many of you wouldn't have joined if it wasn't for the way we do things. It wouldn't have joined if it wasn't for this building. And I realize there are some who have given tirelessly. They've given of their time. They've given of their finance. And you're thinking, man, I just don't know if I can do this again. That's fine. But there are many others who are just receiving the blessing of many people's hard works and many people's generosity. And so we're asking, in particular, those that are new to the church to really consider partnering with us and being a blessing as you receive the blessing of many other people's generosity and hard work. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand. You know, I'm really excited about this year. But everything I've said has its purpose in us, the church, helping people. I want you to catch that. I do have an agenda. And it's about the name of Jesus being glorified in the lives of people. About all those members of this church that don't even know their members yet. We've got members of this church that don't even know their members yet. There are husbands and wives of yours out there that you don't even know yet. Some of you single people. They're coming. And everything we do is with people in mind. This is the end of the message. Thank you for taking the time to listen. And God bless. <laughs>